Get a whole new perspective on Ram 1500 and Ram Heavy Duty. Motor Trend's back-to-back truck of the year at the Ram Start Something New sales event. Now during Owner Appreciation Month, financing at $11,250 in total values on the 2019 Ram 1500 Classic Bighorn Crew Cab. Hurry in for great deals during the Ram Start Something New sales event. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Not all buyers will qualify. Package values based on combined value of package items. Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 2 3 on the rocks i'm Matt. i'm emily and i'm mandy and uh today we have one of my favorite episodes uh blame it on the alcohol that's right quick poll um anybody here that's actually recording while doing this it's two o'clock in the afternoon (laughs) on a sunday so the lord's day and we all respect the lord The three of us here are pious folk. <laughs> I I forgot that memo. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. I mean, really, we are the three most pious people we know. I would absolutely be down for mimosa right now if someone wants to bring me one, though. I know. See? Yeah. Alcohol. It's it's there laziness. Are there are dangers. Not not a lack of desire. You know, I did think about that having a drink for this episode, and it's. It's mm-hmm. only that it's upstairs, and I am not upstairs. That's keeping me from getting something really quick. And also that our liquor is on top of the kitchen cabinets, and that would require both going. Effort. Yeah, I'd have to go upstairs and also get out a chair and get on the chair. And nope, we're all short. Yeah, I feel. I feel. I uh, I have peach tea. That is it. Mm-hmm. So basically, put on the alcohol. Blame it on the alcohol. None of us are drinking. You're getting this episode totally sober, probably for the best. I mean, I'm caffeinated enough to not be totally sober. How much caffeine does it take for your system to actually be super caffeinated, though? Me? Yeah. Half of a Dunkin' Donuts. Really? Okay. <laughs> half of an entire store. Not half of a That's cup. About right. Half of oh, the entire oh. store. <laughs> I'm with you now. That makes more sense. <laughs> I was surprised but like okay. no no not half a nice coffee half of what they have available i feel like yeah. she was about to call you on that if you were saying half a coffee no i know i was just like mm-hmm. i was like okay i guess caffeine affects you more than i thought and i it doesn't affect me at all <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah okay that see that scan <laughs> yeah i can drink I, I can drink coffee right before bed and the only thing that happens is i have to get up at three o'clock in the morning to pee yeah, okay, Total. that's one of the shittiest things about getting older, too, Yes. is that now I can't have a coffee at 10 p.m. without yeah. feeling it at 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. Yep, exactly. It's not that I'm awake because I'm caffeinated. It's that I have to use the bathroom. Yeah. So listen up, Thank kids. You. That's the real problem of drinking coffee before you go to bed. It's yes. not that you can't yeah, sleep. No it's that you can't stay asleep. Anyway, this is a exactly. glee podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. Stay tuned for our Why Aging Sucks podcast. Yes. Yeah. Probably coming sometime soon. Yep. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, Blame it on the alcohol. The 14th episode of Glee's second season. And the 36th episode overall premiered on February 22nd, 2011. Just a little background information in case you do not remember this glorious episode. It's Alcohol Awareness Week at McKinley High, and Principal Figgins wants the school to be aware of the dangers of underage drinking. In this case, asking Will to prep the Glee Club with a song that will make the kids aware of the dangers of underage drinking during an assembly. Sidebar, nothing says uh, don't drink and sits well with high school students like a song from the Glee Club during assembly. As Rachel continues to prepare uh, better original songs for regionals, she decides to find her inspiration in song by organizing a party for the Glee Club, including Blaine and Kurt, at her place. Getting everyone drunk and hungover, besides Finn and Kurt, uh, Will also decides to join in with the drunk fun when he goes with Beast to a twisted cowboy bar. This episode was directed by Eric Stoltz and written by Ian Brennan. 
it didn't call it a twisted was it a twisted cowboy bar is that what I it didn't says? think it was but that's just what it says in the summary to me I just thought it was like cowboy bar yeah I don't know the twisted part me I mean either. it's, all, it's I, just called a honky-tonk bar like it's yeah cowboy bar. yeah I, I don't know maybe the person that wrote this summary is not in an area that has honky-tonk I guess, but like, in other words, but yeah, I don't think it's twisted so much as it just is what it is, so. All right. Uh, First of all, I have never loved Figgins more than in this episode. Yeah. (laughs) What what specifically causes your Figgins love? Um, He dollar sign ha. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That is one of his best lines. And it's just, just his delivery on stuff like that is just so deadpan. And when he was like, Congrat- like, well done. Didn't know you guys were such good actors. And they're like, just super drunk. Um, it's, just, it's dumb and silly. And I, I, I like that characterization of him. I think there are times they over embellish. I have Glee over embellishing. Yeah. Once. But they no, feel like they never. take that. Never. Uh, but they take that sort of like weird, dumb naivete. And they take it too far. Kind of what they do with, with Heather. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. cool. He's supposed to be kind of naive about things. You just made him, like, not have a brain cell. So, but in this in this episode, I feel like it's like you're just really, you're just really excited about this and just really, really naive about anything going on. And I like it. There was a lot in this episode that was just kind of like silly in a way that one, uh, I, this episode is so weird because it's funny, and I like it. And there are some classic, classic glee moments and memes. I don't even know if those are memes. Those like quotes and lines and gifts that have withstood the test of time. And they're still there. And there are still quotes and lines that people say. And I love that. And then there's also whole sections of this episode that I was like, does this matter? Does any of this? Who cares? Next, get, get more to the, back to the singing, back to the singing. This was yeah. an episode where I was just like, no, no, no. Don't give me plot. Don't give me like a an after school special about the dangers of drinking. I do not care. Please let them just sing drunk more, please. Just more more TikTok, more blame it on the alcohol. Just give me more performances of them acting like idiot children. That's all I want from this episode. You're so good at it too. I mean, like there was actually just them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, this felt like them getting to do something they found fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. They all looked, I mean, I feel like, yes, you're right, that there was very little acting. This was a Ryan hearing about them having their crazy parties at Jenna's apartment and were like, it's in the episode. Yeah. That's the episode is Jenna's party or Naya's party. And uh, just don't come to set drunk because you won't be allowed on the lot. No, you get drunk on the set. You get drunk on the set. You come sober, get drunk there. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's those, uh, those wine coolers were for real. They, some of the things they were drinking. Okay, so I have, I have thoughts about like. I was gonna say, whole... do you have like actual plot, I like talking points about this episode? Because I don't even know that I, I do. do. I do. Other than um, the the Kurt Rachel Blaine thing. Yeah, yeah that's no, I, I definitely what I have opinions yeah. on. Yeah. So so here's my my three prong of like. Um, alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, the depiction of alcohol in media um, is weird, mm-hmm. and and in, in this episode specifically, I'm like, you guys are drinking, like even how they depict Will drinking. I'm just like, I get that it's all for comedic effect, but like none of that was right. <laughs> how mm-hmm. many beers did you have at the did you have at the at the bar? Well, beers. Beers. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Um, so, I, so there's a little bit of like, okay, let's talk about how they actually dealt with the subject of alcohol because I find it terrible. Um, and then obviously the the weird love triangle that's not really a love triangle uh, going on with with Blaine and Kurt and Rachel. And I think it's important to talk about that, especially today, uh, being World Pride Day. Side note: Happy World Pride Day to everybody in the LGBTQIA. I think I hit all the numbers and letters. Numbers. Yeah, we're recording, we're recording this on I hit World the Pride Day. We're not, it probably won't post on World Pride Day, but it, we're recording it, it on World Pride Day, and that's all that matters. 
happy on late day. Uh, but no, just talking about uh, also uh, how they depicted that, which I have things that I liked about it and things that I didn't like about it. And then, and then one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. There's <laughs> a whole ass plot point that I want to talk about. So those are the three things that I had written down on watching that I wanted yeah. to talk about. Um, okay. I'd say because uh, one of those is infinite, infinitely more fun for us to talk about than others, I will, I will start with, with, hey, let's talk about how they depicted alcohol in this episode. Because it was Bananas. interesting. Yeah. How it, many it, beers it was very take you to give everybody an <laughs> It is. It was weird. But like, how many beers does it take to give you an A if you're grading papers? Because I just, I didn't get the impression that he. It was a very shoehorned in type of character thing for Will, which I mean, Glee never does that. No. Randomly gives no. someone a character trait for one single episode, and then it never gets mentioned again. Mm -hmm. So the whole like Will drinks too much and he's gonna stop drinking forever was very schmaltzy after school special. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, it didn't, because we had no context. Yeah, there was no context, and it was also like, did was there an executive who was like, we need an after-school special of an episode because someone heard that like Four Loco was getting popular, and someone's kid got drunk at a school party, and they wanted an episode about how getting drunk at school was bad, because that's what this felt like. Was that an executive somewhere felt like they needed a an anti-drinking PSA and no mm -hmm. one could quite figure out how to do it so they just kind of were like um some kids at McKinley are drinking and go well it's not even just some I well I guess some is still probably accurate but um the uh there was a line that after like the the last performance where they were throwing up uh Figgins goes up the Iqbal uh, Figgins is like, you know, like, this is the first time kids haven't come to school drunk in weeks. And I'm like, how bad is this problem? Yeah. And it's just like, if it's like your entire student body is coming to school drunk, you need more than an assembly. Yeah. I was gonna say, it, it would have made more sense if like one single student had a drinking problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That they were gonna, like, if they wanted to do an after school special. Or if it wasn't alcohol, like kids like smoking on campus uh, smoking pot on campus or something you know maybe it's just my school experience but i don't know anyone who like brought alcohol to school or got drunk at school i mean if me they either. did i wasn't hanging out with them. like i don't yeah. know fucking people yeah i mean like i definitely knew people that drank at like parties in high school like outside of well, yeah but not, not at school <laughs> like i don't know Correct. anyone mm -hmm. that showed up to school drunk in the morning yeah. or whatever yeah, no, me either. Um, especially not like an entire student body. So it feels like a feels like a massive uh, need for for intervention if that was the case. Yeah, uh, like the superintendent would be showing up, like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah. what's happening here?" Exactly. So then it's like, okay, so Gliot clearly wanted to do some sort of after school special, which they definitely do more of. Is this the first one that you would that is like an after school special? No, what uh, what was the other one? Wasn't there one in season one that felt school specially? The um, celibacy club and Quinn mm, getting right, pregnant right. and all that kind of shit. You're right. You're right. Which was um, brought up. Remember when she was drunk at the party? She was like, "I used to have yeah. abs." Like, oh, that's right. She had a baby. Remember? Remember that baby? That was a whole season plot point. It's weird like how that. quickly like that got forgotten. Right. So the the slight continuity was kind of nice. The, the very slight. And, Especially with the way they did it, because it wasn't like, remember when I had baby? I liked that line, by the way. I had abs. I had abs. I did too. Actually, <laughs> it's like that's a teenage that's... response to having a baby. Yeah, exactly. Um, then they also like the way they depicted, I guess, this um, what, when, how you drink. Like I said, Will getting drunk in the evenings, and like I don't know how many beers he had. I don't remember counting, but it was just like, like it was beer. Is it really? Are you really that bad? Um, Rachel has uh, made something. She had wine cooler. So the thing when she came to school is like brandy, vermouth, <laughs> port wine, yep. scotch. Yes. Maybe it's because I'm not into sweet vermouth. But I'm like. Uh, the only what? thing I will say about that is that that felt very Rachel Berry. She yeah. want to like, like mix a bunch of things like that together. 
not very typical high schooler student, just specific to Rachel. But it was just like, oh, it, yeah. oh and also cough syrup. Um, yeah. It was just, it was one of those, like, that sounds terrible. Oh, it sounds also horrible. Just, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of, um, yeah. a lot of depictions of, oh my God, we're crazy, crazy drunk. And I'm like, you really haven't had that much to drink. Which for high schoolers to some degree, I, I'm like, okay, I can kind of buy that because you're high schoolers and you probably do not go drinking uh, frequently. Um, it was more just um, on the adult side that I was just like, that's that's a weird depiction. And I I, may, I mean, I'm guessing comedic effects, but I was just sort of like, okay, I don't, okay. Yeah, also, teenagers, don't drink. It's not worth it. It's not that ah, great. Yeah. Okay, if just... for no other reason, because, like, you shouldn't, but also... Um, it's, it's really expensive. Really expensive. Also, and really if you're, high in calories. It's really high in sugar and calories. Um, also, if you are going to drink, like, learn to drink the good stuff. Like, you don't have to waste your time on Pabst and beer, unless it's good beer. But, like, find yourself some whiskey. Find yourself yeah. some scotch. Like, sure, your <laughs> shitty boyfriend really likes tequila that he got from his mom's basement boo go find go to like a tasting somewhere well no you're 12 don't do that just go to your dad's liquor cabinet and try the good stuff it's much better what's the word what's the word and you'll drink now yeah that one Mm -hmm. you find a bottle Mm -hmm. and you can't pronounce it it probably is better trust us um this is the advice we offer to the youth yes if you're gonna Sweethearts, if you're gonna drink, drink the good. I went to a coworker part like birthday party that sounds like there was magic involved. There was not. Um, on Friday. It was karaoke. And she's twenty four, twenty five now. Um oh, children. I know. She's a baby. Um, she's a twin. So uh the girl I know is is rolls very uh, like old soul. Like she would like very much like let's go goes and is in bed by 10 p.m. Loves to watch like Pride and Prejudice. And it's just kind me. Of like, yeah, it's yeah. But also just like and like if she's gonna go out, she wants to like go and like sit somewhere where you can talk and like have a drink. And she's, she's me. She's, yeah, no, she's yeah. It, she's she rolls very like old soul. This bar very, is too loud. No, no, that's for real for her and um, like her friends at work are all in we're all in our 30s so because that, that's that's what she likes to do so she invited us and then also her twin who's um not like that at all uh shows up an hour and a half after it's like the whole room started and they uh, this story has a it pertains to what we we're talking about i swear to god um comes in with like five or six of her friends all in their like early early 20s acting like it pretty sure i felt like i was in that 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 uh rachel's party scene because they were loud they were crazy and then and then like i find out because they've been drinking cheap margaritas with no. ever clear shooters oh uh-huh. no no why bringing this back around to say that. these are mm. things, yeah right i found mm. that out and i was like this explains everything um i say all that to say if something includes an Everclear shooter, don't it's, drink it. It's mm. bad for you. Exactly. That's what I was expecting them to be drinking at this party to like at the in the in the in the show for it to be like to have that sort of effect. I was like, you guys are taking Everclear. Not not quite, but like that's the the, the reactions I was seeing in the, in the episode. So brought it back around. There was a reason for the story. <laughs> uh, uh, I also just don't also, believe I, that Rachel Berry with her two gay dads had never had a sip of alcohol. I know. That's like, fair. Yes, you did. They gave you wine. Let's be reasonable. I mean, they probably weren't like, here's shots of tequila, but like, I yeah. see them being like, we're very, we're very European continental. Yeah. You can drink wine with us. Um, I can do that. Also, the uh, the whole party scene I found to be uh, really fun. I just was Gonna, um, oh, we're moving to the party scene because like, we can talk about the party scene. Yeah, I, I'm like this is my this is my segue into the party. The segue is um, the segue. Mm-hmm. Lane Anderson's hair. 
Can that be the um, segue? Actually, wasn't wasn't my only segue. Oh. Wasn't my segue. But now that it's created, let's lean in on it. All right. I don't do segues. I just make statements. <laughs> I feel like that should be a. It should be like a shirt somewhere. I don't do segues. I make statements. I just make statements. Um, this this episode uh, is my Blaine Anderson. Yeah. And I will fight every other Blaine Stan out there. All of you. I like how because characterization (laughs) changes so much by like episode to episode with these characters, you have to be like, this is my characterization. Yes. Where somebody else can be like, no, this one is mine because it's different because they don't, there's no continuity. There's no continuity and I don't care. This is the right one. (laughs) This, this is the Blaine who has like a, a personality underneath his protective blazer. Mm-hmm. He has questions about his sexuality that he's revealing to someone he cares about. He's confused, which is new for him because he has this air of confidence and security that is just an air. It's just a 16, 17 year old boy pretending to be confident because that's what boys do. And girls but mostly boys uh he lets he literally lets his hair down in front of his not boyfriend to impress his friends he wears clothes that make him comfortable but stays in the color scheme that makes him feel safe the blue white red and it's it's the blaine underneath the blazer who is the one who is my blaine and I don't care what other no. people want out of a Blaine. This is the right Blaine and the Blaine who should have stayed the rest. Like, as you peel, as you peel down the layers, you find the, like, onion. the onion, you find the other pieces of him down to like his trauma that will eventually be retconned into his character development and like all those other things. But like this version, who is also half Darren, I guess, because there's not a ton of acting going, especially when nope. they all are dancing and singing like he's even using a different voice because he has his like gay Blaine voice which that's another mini episode I guess of a thing anyway um like this this little nugget of an episode with this Blaine is my Blaine and I will fight everyone else about it that's all I have to say. thank you for coming to Emily's TED talk thank you for coming to my TED talk this is the hair this is peak hair and it goes it downhill from here because Ryan Murphy is Satan. And he knew it was good. He saw it. He saw the hair. He saw Darren walk out of the trailer, the hair and makeup trailer, and was like, too hot. Have to have to take it down. This is one of the few times I looked at this, like, Darren was like, yes. And then they ruined it forever. And you're like, no. And they just made it worse and worse and worse. As more and more people complained, they just made it worse and worse. Yeah, they really did. Like... Glee was quite good at doubling down on things people hated. Yes, they really, they literally were. The more people complained about certain things, the more they made it worse. And I truly believe that included Blaine's clothes and his hair. And that's just taking out characterization, like whatever the fuck goes on there. But the hair gel or plaster, whatever the fuck they put in that hair, that yeah. and the clothes just were like, oh, you you didn't like that pastel? bring on all of it. Oh, you think it makes him look bald? Bring on more, just more. Just Let's just comb it all the way down to his scalp because that looks attractive for a teenager. Anyway, this is Blaine. This one right here, just right here. I'll also- a moment to look at this one, <laughs> enjoy it. And I know how many of you out there bought that cardigan. I know. I remember everyone going out and buying that cardigan. I remember. He did I wonder how many blood. people still Enough of you, enough of you people out there still have that cardigan tucked away in your in your dresser drawer at the bottom with all your other glee swag. I know. I you should wear it tomorrow. Yeah, wear your Post it out blade yeah. sweaters in front. Well no, it's July. Don't do that. Well, I mean, if you work in a if you work in an office that is perpetually freezing, you might need it. It's you weirdos out there who are cold. But yes. Just wear it everyone who went out to dress like Blaine, you know who you are. And just wear that shit with pride. Because it's Pride Month and do it. Do it for Blaine. Take your gel out do your hair. Anyway, so other stuff happened in this scene. <laughs> uh, there, yeah, yeah, a lot. I've been holding that for just a decade. I'm glad that you could. We gave you this this moment. Thank you. 
so that you can. I, need, I needed this podium. Yourself. That was my debate speech. That's why I was running oh for president. God. I just honestly, needed a moment on stage. Just that. Honestly, better than Marianne. <laughs> and John Delaney. And, and Ryan. John Mulaney. I said John Delaney. Oh, I said John Mulaney Hello. running for president. Like, well, sure. Honestly, at this point, who is There's it? a horse in the hospital. That, that would be his debate seat. <laughs> he would just break And I her. would vote for him on that. I'd I would be like, too. yes, you're right. Voting. There is a horse. In no the other issue matters. He's just going to talk about that horse. Yeah. If you have no idea what we're talking about, I need you to immediately, after you're done listening to this podcast, please finish listening to this podcast first, go to Netflix. If you do not have a Netflix account, you may need to question who you are. Um, And then get on Netflix and then find John Mulaney and start with Kid Gorgeous. Yeah. And then you will thank us. Um, No, but as far as the the party scene, um, Blaine notwithstanding, and I I don't want to jump right into Blaine, Kurt, and Rachel, because I have a couple other things I want to talk about. Um, Finn's depictions of female drunks. Um, Bullshit. Fits in line, it, 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 is. it also fits in line with, for me, I'm like, yeah, you're a teenager. Okay. Yes. But also, those are very misogynistic stereotypes that yeah. are very pervasive in our, in our society, and I'm not into having them, uh, having the show reinforce them in a way, it, by a character that it should be seen as, as sympathetic and and sort of like a character that we all are supposed to identify with. And it's not pointed out that he's, how how kind of shitty he's being when he says this. So I like, I, I do I mean, not like that. I'm not sure that whoever wrote that was aware of how shitty he was being because it did not seem like it was being played for anything but serious. Like he's, he's oh, supposed, right. like we're supposed he's being a dick to Rachel specifically but in general that just seemed like somebody was expressing their opinions on the page yeah it's a, I agree it I, really I 100% did. agree with you Mandy whereas like him calling Rachel a needy drunk that was him being a dick but just saying like Brittany is a stripper drunk I'm like yeah no yeah. no 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 um because if you want to let's talk about the different types of drunk men get which is all a lot well there's the violent drunk the mean drunk the murderous drunk the rapist murder drunk drunk. exactly gee it sort of feels like weepy and giggly just does not seem that big of a deal doesn't it yeah it's weird so yeah i i really bristled at that and i know it's like it's small and i and it's not small though because it just feeds into the way that they write about their female characters it's true. You're right. Another okay. piece of like, ah, yes, this is how you look at us. Yeah, you're right. It, as uh, like, in, the, in the context of the episode, fairly noted. Um, in the context of the episode, it's small, but it's just as as you both pointed out, it is a just another sort of like that is that is you wrote that seriously, and that is yeah. how you see it, and that's a problem with a capital P, which rhymes yeah. with T, stands for trouble. <laughs> It is a problem because there are younger people watching these episodes. Like, don't internalize that. Yeah. Yeah. There are, you, when you drink, if you drink. Which you, you don't, don't have to. You don't have yes, to. Exactly. Dubs. Most importantly, you don't have to drink. No matter what there bullshit are no we spout. Like, yeah. no matter what nonsense we're spouting up here, you don't have to drink. Yep. And I mean, it's, it's yeah. So it's just and sort of like, don't have to these, these characterizations aren't real. And again, save the money. Save the money and go buy go buy yourself something nice. Um, yeah, and I like these categorizations don't exist. They're uh, a symptom of the patriarchy. We should burn them all down. Um, patriarchy? I, also, yeah. I, I, I did appreciate that Kurt and Finn are the only ones not drinking because let's be honest, Bert would kill them. Yes. So yes, I was I was amused. I, I was amused at that characterization that actually stayed true because it's like I sort of feels like if it comes to Bert it does usually, not always, but does usually seem to track, like, and it makes sense. Occasionally some shit happens, but for the most part, I feel like Bert is one of the more, like, consistent characters in the show. He is, and um, I, I feel like there's, like, he has a benefit there of, there's, like, a, a Venn diagram of things Glee can do well. The writers of Glee clearly like making white, straight, adult men sympathetic characters. But he appeared yeah. so rarely that they didn't get to destroy that. 
Yes, yes. that's true. I feel they, like they, they probably tried at points, but they didn't manage to do it because he showed up so rarely. That might yeah. be the case, yeah. His, uh, his guest status saved his... It kind of, it may have, yeah. Yeah, which is fine. Like, I'm not going to be like, I guess there yeah. should have been more Bert. Like, you know what? If less yeah, Bert no, I'm, I'm better Bert, then that's fine. It makes me wish there had been other characters that they perhaps only brought out once in a while. Uh, yeah. If you didn't, if they didn't bring out every character, if you only brought out every character once in a while, we would have missed so much. <laughs> I say, assuming you mean the entire cast, because like, there are all of them, because they were on the show so much. Mm. All of them suffered. I mean, if if leaving Blaine at Dalton meant a better Blaine, then that's just how it needed to be. For a better Blaine. Choose and I, I would have been sad, but we make sacrifices for the things we love. Indeed. Indeed we do. So I think it's finally come to that time to talk about the kiss and everything around it. Yeah, that's the part I have a lot of opinions. All right. I just okay. really didn't like Kurt in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a lot of my opinions. Um, I don't like, I don't like the, the like, biphobia vibes. Actually, it's not even vibes. He, like, flat out was upset and offended by the idea that Blaine might be bisexual. And I, I, it's kind of the same deal with Finn. I don't like that things like that are meant to be played sympathetic towards the character who's got the wrong opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, in Kurt, at no point does it get dealt with that Kurt was pretty strongly biphobic because Blaine ends up saying he's gay and then that's it. Well, I mean, you do have you do have uh, Blaine leaving saying, I would say bye, but I don't want to insult you or I don't want to make you angry. Yeah, like and that. Expressing how he feels, but Kurt doesn't show that he understands that there's actually anything wrong. Mm. His attitude with Rachel is still very no, he can't be bi, he's going to be gay, you'll see. Kurt and never admits so, to being wrong about anything. Yeah, he doesn't. And I really hate that in this episode because, again, it gives like the impression that Kurt's opinion, because it ends up Blaine is gay, that, you know, Kurt was right all along. How I read this, and, and I agree with you, Kurt is. Kurt is being very biphobic in this episode. Um, I read it more not as biphobic in being scared of people that are like of of bisexuals, bisexuality, more as related specifically to Blaine because he's in love with Blaine. So Blaine cannot be biphobic. Blaine can Blaine has to be gay because that is that is what Kurt has written him down as, and that's who Kurt loves. And it was more a situational, which again, still not good. And to, to your point, that's like he never had yeah, the I mean, realization that even if Blaine were by, that's fine. Her being an unreliable narrator in that situation is perfectly fine to me. But I wish that Glee would address that Kurt's opinions are wrong because it doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. And it honestly made me again think that this is something that you know. I know Ryan Murphy didn't write this episode, but it makes me think someone like that would look at, you know, that situation and not see anything wrong with having a blatantly biphobic character at no point, like, corrected. Mm-hmm. But this this way Finn gets to be homophobic sometimes and no one corrects him. Or, you know, actually, I won't talk about future storylines more than that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, because oh, actually, my question is totally bringing in future storylines. Because I was going to say, don't we deal with, I was going to because don't we deal with biphobia with Santana in later, in later seasons? We do. But as I we don't remember, remember. Yeah. But, like, as we heard in Showman, like, in Kevin and Jenna's Showmance, they just mm-hmm. decide off the cuff that Santana is going to be a lesbian. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was not a, like, pre-planned storyline. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I thought this was after they had her come out and she expressed like frustration or anger towards Brittany also still being bisexual. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that I mean, we're going to get there, but it's more of the like, we at least know with Santana's character that a lot of things just happen off the cuff. Like, uh, I I guess in this episode, you're going to be you're going to be mean to your girlfriend. Like, okay. I guess that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I... I love Kurt, and um, I think one of his biggest 
problems is that he has, I don't know if I would call it a superiority complex or just he like does. he does not want to be wrong. And so in whether, and, and I've, I've read a lot into as to why, and I'm sure that's not at all what the, what the writers put into it. So I try to, I try to keep that like how you, ha how I have decided he is that way. Probably not at all how the writers have decided it, if they've done that at all. Um, but I I like that his like that is a consistent character flaw that he has. He has trouble being wrong. He has trouble being called out on being wrong, which we run into in later seasons and later episodes. Um, I agree with you. It would have been much better for them to for him to have come to some realization at some point in this episode and having somebody point out to him other than just Blaine being angry that how he was reacting is incorrect um but again i like i this is it's a very consistent characterization for him and i read it more not necessarily against bisexuality as blaine can't be bi because then that's i mean i i think i think it was i mean kurt very explicitly says that bisexuality is something that you know Dabin say they are I can't remember his exact oh, yeah. line there, but he has a very harsh opinion on bisexuality. But my overall oh, yeah. like issue with is less about specific characterization and more about Glee being a show that liked to talk about how it was like, you know, the gay representation on television and just flat out having yeah. a storyline that's shitty, not trying to in any way use it as a PSA that that's not a good opinion because Kurt is, you know, I'm not saying he's rewarded for his bad opinion, but well, it, he gets the boy. Yeah, he kind of, yeah. I mean, it, in the end, it does very much make it seem like Kurt was right. Bisexuality is something gay men do when they get a little bit scared, but aren't ready to like say they're gay for sure. And that just really pisses me off, which I love this episode, but that specifically pisses me off. Hmm? I, mean, I, I think I, it is nobody, nobody tells him he's wrong and he doesn't take it in. Yeah, he, he often and like as, as a show that wants to be good to a queer audience, it yeah. would have been the good thing to, to yeah. just have. I mean, I guess at least Blaine gets his moment at the at the lima bean to tell him off a bit, but it but in no way does Kurt then apologize. And I think it's that he, I mean, at least for me, it's that he never has to apologize for the things he says that makes it hard to be on his side about stuff like this and and then again later when he's talking to his dad in the kitchen that conversation like every every year that I get older and I I mean I was already old when this episode came out like I was an old but I was already older than the target audience but every year that I think about that conversation I get more and more and more on Bert's side and less on Kurtz and more like, could you just shut up and listen to your dad for like one fucking minute? Like mm -hmm. you're you're wrong. Your dad's right. This is his roof. You don't get to bring boys home without telling your dad. Who do you think you are? Yeah. You don't just bring a boy into your house without calling your fucking father. What is wrong with you? And <laughs> like I don't know if that's it's gotta be an age thing, right? Where when you're 16 you think like it's not a big deal. You wouldn't care if it was somebody like and as soon as you hit, I don't know, 25, maybe you're like, oh, no, that's, that's bad. I can't just bring someone that I am obviously attracted to into this house. And like, you, once you hit an age, you can tell the difference of bringing a friend over to stay in the house versus someone who is not just a friend. Like the difference is, it's like porn, right? Like, you know it, you know the difference and you know why your parents are like, eh, no. Yeah. And it's those moments <laughs> in the show where Kurt never has to apologize for the way he talks to people and the way he treats the people who he purports to care about. And like, obviously we know he loves his dad and obviously we know he comes to love Blaine, but, or, well, yeah, no, he doesn't love him right now. He's 16. He can't, but that's mm -hmm. a, argument I will have that 16 year olds their brains aren't fully formed you can't but like you you can't he doesn't ever have to have a comeuppance of how he treats people it just gets kind of it's it goes on to the next thing so his reaction to Blaine about the bisexual thing and 
Rachel and the kiss is just another thing in Glee's history where he has a fit, you know, he has an emotional reaction, says some shit that are, is awfully harsh and then doesn't have to stand up for it. Doesn't have to account, be held accountable for it. And that gets, I don't, it gets annoying, at least for me. It's very annoying. I, yeah, like I, I was so distracted by the Blaine thing that I didn't even make a lot of notes about the Bert thing. But really, Loki accusing Bert of being homophobic because he didn't want his teenage yeah. son sleeping with a guy right. is not great, Kurt. If I, if any, yeah, if any sixteen, I, I don't have to. You don't have to be my kid. If you yeah. were a friend of a friend of a friend, and you were like, I'm gonna bring home a boy or a girl. And I already knew that you were sort of into them. I'd be like, don't, don't even think about coming into my house without kid. <laughs> what do you, no, 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 no. He can, he and or she can like sleep outside, but not in your bed. No, don't be stupid. Let's be honest, Bert, Bert's not dumb. Bert knows. No, Bert had Bert knows you. Dumb. He knows how this works. And I also don't he believe Bert like doesn't know what goes on between two dudes. Bert's been doing some research. Yeah. Yes, but I do, I do love, uh, um scathing comment about you need to you need to learn things so when I come to you about questions. And literally the next episode, it's like Bert did and mm-hmm. does. Yeah. And you want nothing to do with it. How about that, Kurt? How about them apples? But yeah. yeah, that is the thing is Bert heard and responded. Kurt doesn't listen. He doesn't take in a criticism. And have to respond. Bert took in a very valid criticism about potentially not knowing enough to help his son and did some fucking research to be able to help his son. He picked up some pamphlets. Kurt doesn't pick up uh, bisexual pamphlets for Blaine. And he should. Should have picked up some bisexual pamphlets for Blaine and had a discussion. Go have a chat with Emma. Yeah. Exactly. Emma would have been like, he doesn't go to the school. I can't help. (laughs) Even if you went to the school, I don't know if I would help. Emma would have been like, you don't go to the school. I can't help you. I can't. Nobody goes to the school anymore. And then hands them a whole bowl of condoms. Yeah. Honestly, that sounds about right. Um, nobody goes to the school because nobody does any work. They show up in class occasionally, but like, to what purpose? Look, some of these kids want to get into college. They got to they gotta head out of McKinley. Yeah. Some of them are desperately trying to get out of Lima, Ohio. Pretty much. Um... Also, you know what? Fuck Rachel. She knows Kurt is into Blaine. Yeah, definitely uh-huh. fuck Rachel. Like, you, yeah. her whole thing about I haven't lived enough to write a song, so I'm gonna kiss a dude to live properly, whatever that means. Like, wait, oh, hold on. Well, any of that. Also, like, hold on. Let's back up this whole season and a half about the love quadrangle that you have been in with Finn and Puck and Santana and Quinn. Does that not at all write a whole album? Does none of that make a song or does it, do you just need to kiss a gay dude? Is that the only Apparently thing? Apparently you just got to kiss. Tap an emotion or does like your whole Finn thing not count? No, it's kind of ridiculous how it's been like um, back and forth between you're spent, you spent so much time focusing on like essentially wanting to do Puck was there, but not really. He was like, he was a body essentially. Um, and then going, and then kind of coming to some like, I'm going to, I'm going to focus on my creativity and my, my passion and like my singing and then like turn around and say something different the next episode. And then now it's like, I just, I need to get a gay man to be able yeah. to be fully creative and passionate and write my song. Like, yeah, and she's like, I had a relationship what? with someone who turned out to be gay. Like, you went on one date with someone, but you've been You're in You're not whole... Liza Minnelli. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so this one date, never mind this whole set of relationships you've been in. Okay. Also, okay, Rachel. I, I, your point that, like, she knows Kurt's into him, really, it, it, that's one of those things that frustrates me. Um, I think like it's one thing if like, hey, your friend, you're in a friend group and, and like, yeah, my best friend, well, like, I don't even know if they're best friends right now. So let me rephrase. Yeah, my friend is into this other guy, but like, we're super best friends. 
that's one thing. You don't really know Blaine. You just think he's vaguely attractive and you don't, and you want somebody to like basically either get over Finn or make mm-hmm. Finn jealous. And you're going to use the guy that your friend is, is has a lot of emotional, you know, a lot of emotions, a lot of feelings for. That's mm-hmm. just really shitty friend behavior. Yeah. Like, Jesus. That's because she's a terrible fucking friend. That, that's definitely the, the <laughs> I'm only looking at how this could and would impact and affect me. As opposed to, how is it going to impact and affect your friend? So, I, another, another nail in the coffin of, fuck, I hate Rachel Berry. Yeah, <laughs> I hate you. Also, um, I thought it was kind of interesting that they had Blaine go through a, um, a who or what am I episode. Because when we, when we meet him, we kind of get the feeling like, oh, he's somebody who's got it all together. He's like, you know, mentor. Is, I mean, not that you can't mentor and still have things you need to work out, but you kind yeah. of got this impression that he was somebody who had his shit together. And then this episode is like, hey, guess what? He doesn't. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. So, like, this really large part of his personality, personality but like, of who he is. Yes, thank you. Is um is actually something that he's he doesn't know about. Maybe not. He thinks he is. Maybe he's going through some stuff. Maybe he's still I working mean, through the just general PSA. Please never assume anyone between the ages of sixteen and eighteen has their shit together and knows anything. They don't. That is <laughs> I I'm gonna uh, go I ahead and say wide... just assume no one has their shit together and knows anything. Yeah. Nobody's got their shit together. That, I mean, that that is a fair point. I am 34, and I can verify I do not have my yeah. shit together and do not know any. Anyone who says they have their shit together is full of it. Goddamn or lacking self awareness. Yeah, that's who. One or the other. Um, I, I, but it's a good point. But like, I guess I guess it's the impression that he knows who he is, and then you're yeah. and you're kind of then being told here. I don't either. Either I don't know who I am, or, and 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 that's valid. Or it's I have issues with who I am, and I am trying to find something else, like trying to find something else about it. So I mean, like there there's multiple reasons. Like we don't know, like why why Blaine was like super jumping in on this. Maybe he really was like the alcohol, and it was just like, hey, that you're really drunk and it's the person it doesn't it doesn't need to be anything more than that um you don't need to read more into it so we don't really know why but i think I mean, it like is if, a yeah. if the show were on today he would just be it'd be like i don't believe in labels yeah but, yeah yeah you know that's a few years ago how quickly we've come in just a few yeah. years which is great they just didn't quite they weren't quite there yeah i do i think i do think it would have been interesting if they had made Blaine's questioning um, of who and what he is uh, a little bit longer. Longer, like, yeah, I mean, like I maybe that would have been a couple of interesting storyline to read. I mean, not read. Um, I think I did read it many no. times. That would have been an interesting storyline to watch. I was gonna say we that we would have had to read it to get it because yeah. it would have to be. Fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I feel like that idea of taking somebody that Kurt thought looked up to in the sense of. He's got his shit together. I mean, like, never mind. There's other thing he doesn't have together. Maybe he has the other thing. Um, and I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen a character on TV that was that was that was gay that was wrestling with maybe I'm not gay, maybe I'm bisexual. I've never seen that. Well, he's not a documentary though. Of course not. Apropos of nothing. <laughs> All right. Any any other thoughts on the the triangle going on here? Um, I have minute thoughts. Go for are, it. That are not at all important. Um, one, I appreciate Darren's commitment to the fake coffee at the lima bean for <laughs> getting up, getting sweetener, taking the lid off, stirring sweetener into a fake cup of coffee, and then leaving the coffee behind. Which, like, you were you put all that method acting into your fake coffee and then you just you just left it behind rachel didn't save his place in line after he so politely asked which i just thought was telling because that's who rachel is um 
were those my very important things to say? Oh, also, there were some key lines that happened during these scenes, including, it tastes like pink. Uh, yeah. Your face tastes awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you're so tall. Um, yep, I'm gay, 100% gay. And uh, I think those are the lines that were just classic, but also that Darren somehow grew a five o'clock shadow midway through the party. Or that Blaine grew a five o'clock shadow midway between coming down the stairs and singing, Don't You Want Me, baby. It was gonna say, it's a hell of a party. Put some <laughs> hair on your chest and your feet, yeah. I guess. Yeah, that, that party really just went all night. We went for days. Mm. Just, kept, just kept going. But, you know, you hire 30-year-olds. Yeah. I uh, I imagine that the Blaine that's on stage near the end of the party, or just <laughs> in the party, is, is a lot of Darren. Oh, none of them were acting at that point. Like, so for me, I'm like, I walked down, I'm like, that's you drunk and happy at a party. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> did not, yeah. did not, did not act that. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Um, my only last note is on, on one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. One bourbon. Yeah. If I had to give an award for the worst song, <laughs> it is not Run Joey Run. What? It is this one. That's rude. I had fun. I just, I never want to hear uh, She's Fisting uh, Thurgood ever again. I'm, I'm just sad that you know who the artist was. Why are you sad that I know? I definitely did not. Because I didn't. George did you Thurgood. Have, uh, did you have to look it up? Or did you just no. know? Mm. I've always known. My dad, my dad's a fan. He also said bad to the bone. Is he? Or are you? Oh, I like the song. <laughs> but I'm like, it's not like I'm going to be like, I'm going to go and buy all of his songs. Like that. Like, I, I like some of them. I buy them when you can um, download them on Spotify. Exactly. Um, I just don't. Uh, I don't appreciate bad country, and I don't appreciate shoe, and I don't appreciate shoe singing bad country. And one mm. everyone's got some beer is not country, but they tried to make it that way in this in this episode, and I'm not here for it. What is it if it's not country? It is. Um, Okay, so I don't even know how to describe it. It's uh, I've always described it as, as sort of a a subgenre for like rock music, but not like it's uh, you you're familiar with the song "Bad to the Bone," right? Uh, yeah. That's same same artist. Hmm. Hmm. So a lot more. Not really country to me. I think I know that song just because it's in movies. Yeah. Yeah. And also because one of the old Mariners would play it as their walkout music at games. That that sounds right. It's like a, a sports song. Sports song. Sport ball. Sport hit, ball. The ball. hit the ball with a stick. Um, but yeah, so I just I, I didn't appreciate that entire scene of every if anything. Not into it. That's all I had to say on that. Just just I hated it. Sorry, my my brain trying to come up with more words for like how much I hated it or why is not able to other than just like, no, this is giving me like a big no sign. So no. Well, like, I hate mm-hmm. to tell you what my favorite song was. Do you like one bourbon, one scotch, one beer? No, I don't care. Uh, I honestly well, look, tuned out when I was watching it. I mean, it's, they have fun. I just really don't like, I don't like what they did with the song. And I also don't like shoe. If they had done that with the song but had somebody else sing it, I might have been okay with it. <laughs> mm. not, I mean, I couldn't I've let never this episode known. go by without ranting about him somewhere. That's true. All right. So, well, do we have a favorite song? Blame it on the alcohol. Well, don't you want me? Well, uh, okay. I like Blame it on the alcohol. I think I'm going to actually pick that over the Blame song. I like, yeah. I, I like Don't You Want Me, Baby, but I, I don't like that it is one of the beginnings of the um let's call it oh my god darren and leah are bffs train yeah and i it like, started so long that, ago and I, I we don't need to bring that up in this episode that can be like another thing but like i i don't ride that train and it starts here so it has like baggage attached to it but it's so much fun to listen to and watch 
because he's got such great drum facial expressions and like his little hand wavy thing and the gifts are so fun. So I, it's really a toss up between my headband and don't you want me baby. Naturally. I was wondering if someone was going to pick my headband. Yeah. It's a true classic. It honestly is. Um, I, I would say, uh, don't you want me just because drunk Blaine's facial expressions are just kind of ridiculous, but blame on the alcohol would be next. Nobody, nobody I, also, I also like, I like Artie's like drunken wheelchair. Yeah. Kind I of mean, like, sure. kind of commander. <laughs> Like, as I watched it, I was like, damn, I really object to some of the storylines in this, but I love this episode. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Me too. His drunk driving. It does have, I think it has some of the stronger writing, like, it has some weak, really weak writing, but some good writing, and the good writing is really strong. It's like, it's, it's like, it's either one or the other. It's either good or terrible. And then the songs were mostly all really good. Yeah. Except for yeah, a notable exception. But, um, let's see. So the uh kevin scale what are we looking at here guys i mean he did have one really good song so like a two and a half for the song but no storyline i would i would say that just for the quality of the song i don't know it was very fun maybe yeah. two two back up half a point yeah i think two or two and a half it's fine for me but yeah quality of the song i think is is definitely I mean, let's, worth let's real, when it comes to the kevin scale he never gets that much of anything that's true so having one very good song feels significant to me that's true that's true that's fair two and a half on the kevin scale yeah. uh the clean decks i mean it was a good episode for them like screen time wise yeah it was and they had you know they had like a significant conversation about them and even if it didn't right. bed. Yeah. And, yeah. It was all up in that bed. And you get a song half though. Naked. No, he was fully clothed. You want to do like five? Five for the lack of singing, lack of duetting. But lack of duetting. Um, but, there was but together but not together. But yeah. Together but not together. Uh huh. But for bringing a boy home without bringing a boy home. Exactly. You get half. Do you that. get half credit. Yeah, half credit. You get some points. Um, you showed your work. You get some <laughs> uh, shows your work. You get the answer right. Yeah, exactly. Anybody have a favorite? Uh, famous favorite line? All the party lines were. All the ones that that you were saying earlier were just great. I will say I like totally forgot. Tastes like pink. Yeah. I I still quote that. Most people don't know what I'm yeah. saying, or what I mean, like, or what it's from. But I, I have said, in like the past week or two, it tastes like pink. <laughs> when describing something, so um, that is fair. That is a that is a good line. That's so weird that of everything Glee has done, you're like, it tastes like pink. I don't know I why. Know. That's that's its legacy. Is it tastes like pink? I mean, if that's gonna be a legacy, that's I mean, it could be worse. It could. Be. Anybody else have any final thoughts? Uh, mm-hmm. Kurt Kurt wore a harness to a party. I did do that. But you know, what's new? I think I mean he was. I told you he was trying with Blaine. He was very very much trying. He was trying real hard. Mhm. Mhm. You see the work that he put down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he showed his work. He just didn't get exactly. to the answer. Exactly. Uh, I'll get there. Just needs to get himself in the back of the car. The couple. For- Real classy, like. Oh my God. Just give, it, give it a couple episodes. You'll be fine, Chris. Um, gotta get that boy drunk again. No, don't, because then goodness knows what, what'll happen. <laughs> it's like he's just kind of, like, Blaze just a very rambunctious drunk. All of the energy. I've read that fic. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, if we don't have any other thoughts, concerns, haikus. Nope. No haikus. Fabulous. Well, in that case, uh, thanks for joining us and that's what you missed on Lake. At Farmers Insurance, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. And we know that it can get a little weird when things just don't work together. That's why Farmers lets you bundle your home and auto insurance together. And doesn't that sound nice? 
Bundle with Farmers today and you could save an average of 20% too. Talk about music to your ears. Visit Farmers.com or call 1-800-FARMERS to get a quote today. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Reported 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. At Farmers Insurance, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. And we know that it can get a little weird when things just don't work together. That's why Farmers lets you bundle your home and auto insurance together. And doesn't that sound nice? Bundle with Farmers today and you could save an average of 20% too. Talk about music to your ears. Visit Farmers.com or call 1-800-FARMERS to get a quote today. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Reported 2018 nationwide average savings underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state.